Here in Exodus chapter 20, beginning in verse 1, let us now give our attention to the reading and hearing of God's holy word. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord, thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy upon thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son nor thy daughter, thy manservant nor thy maidservant nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And this is the word of the Lord. Please be seated. Well, if you were in Family Bible Hour last week, each one of you got a copy of the Ten Commandments, right? Okay. You know what those Ten Commandments are? Those Ten Commandments are God's covenant unto a people that He engaged Himself to. Here, as we look at this summary of the law of God here in Exodus 20... I think it's important for us to kind of go back. We don't have the time. We're just kind of summarizing this in our preparation for coming around the table of the Lord. But I think it's important for us to understand the context and the scene in which those ten commandments or the summary of God's law is given in chapter 20. Um, Israel had gone forth out of the land of Egypt, as it's recorded there in chapter 19, into the wilderness. And as they did, the Lord brought forth his people out of the camp to meet with God. Now Moses, as the mediator under that covenant, stood on behalf of the people before the living God. There in chapter 19, verse 18, you see the picture. Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire. The smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount 
quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on top of the mount, and the Lord called Moses, and Moses went up. And the Lord said to him, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord to gaze, and many of them perish. Here we find that the people could not approach God, that if they did approach God, they would be put to death. But then Moses records here in verse 22, Let the priests also which come near to the Lord sanctify themselves, lest the Lord break forth upon them. And Moses said unto the Lord, The people cannot come to Mount Sinai, for thou char- chargest us, saying, Set bounds upon the mount, sanctify it. And the Lord said unto him, Get away, get down. Thou shalt come up with Aaron, but let not the priests or the people break forth and come unto the Lord. That's the scene. And then Moses immediately comes and speaks to the people as a representative, as a mediator of that covenant under that administration. It's quite interesting as you think of this because when God gave those commandments, they didn't just come very cavalier before the Lord and think, okay, these are the commandments that God expects us to obey. But those commandments were given in the context of warnings, of threats, of judgment, and if the people did not heed the word of God, they would perish. But by nature, as children of Adam, they were already destined to perish. That's why they could not approach a holy God. And it was the priests, those representatives who stood between God and the people, that had to sanctify themselves, lest the Lord God come and bring his judgments. And so in that context... The Lord calls the people to hear his word. There is a wonderful devotional by John Bunyan um, on this, this point. He speaks about the fear of God. And he says that when we first come to trust in Christ, when we first come to understand the truth of the gospel, there is the beginnings of fear within our hearts. And he says, don't deny the beginnings of those fears. Remember them. And as I thought of that, here we find the Lord God causing the people to fear him. Why? Because he is the living God. That is what we see in the life of Martin Luther before his reformation before he come to understand that salvation is by grace alone. Martin Luther come to understand that God is holy, that he indeed would perish except the Lord had not sent a mediator 
who would grant him mercy. I think there's a sense in which we come to the commandments of God and we just go right past them. Well, I've not committed adultery. I've not killed. I've not stolen. I've not bore false witness against my neighbor. I have not violated any of those commandments. Yet we must understand that Jesus reminds us that we are to love the Lord God with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, and our neighbor as ourselves. And so oftentimes we violate these commandments, which we started to hear a little bit of that this past Lord's Day in Family Bible Hour. I think we need to be reminded that these commandments are given to a people, not to gain favor with God, but because God indeed is holy and calls his people to worship him. I fear that in our day, we have no sense of the holiness of God. Even as we come in corporate worship, there's no sense of the holiness of God. There's no sense of the fear of God. And yet as the people stood there before Mount Sinai to receive the word of God from Moses, He reminds them that I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And here he begins to remind the people that God is a jealous God. That God does not want his glory given to any other. And so here in the context of this Scene, we find the Lord God showing his power and the great holiness that he has, but calling them to fear him. And as we come to the table of the Lord this morning, we are reminded that this, these commandments were given in the Old Testament administration under Moses. But Moses, as a type of Christ, gives us his law. We by nature cannot keep God's law. We by nature are children of wrath. We by nature are haters of God and of law. But oh, the Lord Jesus Christ came and fully kept every point, every jot, every tittle of the law. Now he calls us to walk in holiness before him. And so as we come this morning around the table, let us be reminded that we don't come as sinless people. We come as sinful people who have been forgiven and cleansed by a holy and perfect Savior. The Lord Jesus Christ comes and grants His mercy and grants His grace to those who are not willing to come and obey his law. Let us be reminded that even as those under the new covenant, even as those who have been saved by the grace of God, we are still called to fear God. But we don't fear him as slaves in bondage to sin, but we fear him as children of the living God who have received mercy and grace. And so let us go forth as his children to live and serve our God in fear and awe and holiness, knowing that indeed 
He is a holy God who has cleansed us and forgiven us of all of our sins. (coughs) 